Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. In Georgia, a man is located a month after he went missing, and you will not believe where he is tragically found. Mm. In Texas, a grand jury has convened to investigate the actions of police or inactions, in my view. And Woody has that story. And Mike has some more news regarding the most dangerous square mile in America. These stories and more coming at you today, Friday, January 26th on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Boys, what's up? Big weekend this what's weekend. Well, big, big weekend. Big weekend. Let's not skip over Friday. Well, big, Friday's big, part of the weekend. That's yeah, but Friday is also the favorite day of the year for Smokey. Smokey? Yeah, and, you know, Friday. Friday, Smokey, the movie. You never seen Friday, Ice Cube? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Smokey. Smokey. What? When he's, I'm when totally he's running, lost. When he's running down <laughs> well, the... you've seen Friday. Yeah, it... I wouldn't even have seen Friday. A movie called Friday? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, come on, Mike, man. Mike, you've never seen Friday? Fre- freaky, oh, freaky Friday? No, no, no not no, Freaky no, Friday. Friday. Friday with Ice Cube. How do you get fired on your day off? <laughs> I've never. And Debo? I've Debo. never Debo. heard of that. Oh, like, my what, God. Give me yeah, a year. About, around what year? Uh, probably in the mid-90s. Yeah, like mid-90s. The, and I love him. He, he, he soaks. He's. They, they smoke a lot of weed, right? And they they gave him the weed to smoke, and they, they laced it with PCP, and they show him who's running down the street in his drawers looking oh, for chickens dude, That is shit. a classic. Yeah. That movie went in the same black hole as Eastbound and Down for me. I never – I never. Uh, uh, well, you got to check that out. This we weekend. have a different taste, obviously, on uh, – um, uh, you know, you're probably watching some. No, what well, you guys? British, I mean, when well, you guys invited me, it's just a British special. Well, you guys invited me, whatever it was, four months ago to go see Barbie for the third time with you. Oh my I, god! I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah, that yeah so you, we do have different tastes in these but, things. The, oh yeah, Def- definitely different tastes. Okay, but it's well, also Freaky Friday. Yes, it is. Fun, that was Jamie. Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis was Freaky. Jamie Friday. Lee Curtis boy, she was smoke like, show. Yep. Halloween, and all natural smoke show. The original Halloween. Yeah, yeah. So she's still a smoke show. True Lies, True yeah. Lies, yeah. Yeah. underrated, yeah. underrated Arnold yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was a good one. All right, but you know what? We came here to get no, these. no, no, no. You're getting. We, we, oh, we, we got to go back. So to, much crime. We got. We got tons to talk. To. I already didn't know what's coming. <laughs> I'm gonna go on the record and say, Jim Chapman, I still owe you forty bucks. So we might as well roll it out the next couple of weeks. Are you? Are you gonna? Give him a some kind of a I'm credit Mark, plan, we're, yeah, we're, some we're, kind we're, of a he's, pay over time he's schedule big, he's or something. Getting the big on him, but but we're, it's going to balance out th- this weekend anyway, probably. Okay, well, so you know, we follow one, as, it, as an Italian, we follow the fast pay, fast I, friends I, I, thing because if you if you wait three days, you might I, I wake up with him, a horse in your. I tried bed, to give you know? him a case of a beer out of the bed of my truck the other day, but it was that wet. didn't yeah. that didn't but, cover it. No, not for forty bucks. But anyway, so let's get it out of the way because the female listeners can't stand. That's right. The uh, <laughs> Baltimore San Fran, who are you taking? Oh, Baltimore's not playing San Fran. Well, then don't, then don't take <laughs> so I'm not taking either. That's one way. What do you so, win? That's, that's, that's Woody's Super Bowl. San Fran, uh, Detroit, who are you taking? 
I'm going with my heart. I want the Lions. I'm going San Fran all the way. I'm going San Fran as well. Yeah, well, they're probably going to win, but I got right. to root So Baltimore and, and KC. KC. It's already rigged. Right. I, it's already I, rigged. I, they got to have – Taylor's got to be at the that. Super Bowl. They've got to get shots of her. She's going to be a surprise guest during uh, the halftime show. That's my that's, – see, that's the, that's the way they really – get this done with the NFL is she gives a little whisper because it's Usher that's doing the halftime show. A little yeah, whisper see, that know. she'll come out and do a duet with the Usher. The halftime if they show get means to me is I'm going outside to gaze at the stars and turn the stakes. Well, but for the NFL, it you means know, the stars is, right? it means tens of millions. <laughs> My daddy taught me that when I was a little boy. And then um, we went out, he went outside and he had a couple highballs and he went outside and I followed him outside. So what are you doing? Daddy said, I'm gazing at stars. Mm. They were urinating. Oh, okay. Gays and stars. So halftime is what I do for that. Uh, or I get up and get another beer. <laughs> okay, but are you rejecting my uh, NFL conspiracy theory here? Yes. Whole, it just, it's, it's just like Dallas. You well, failed. Okay. <laughs> but no, they just sucked so bad that nobody could help them I know, uh, right. uh, win that game. I'm just messing with you. But I, don't, I, don't, I don't care anything about the, the skinny little girl. Well, neither, uh, neither do I, but yeah. but she's got something like eighty million followers. Okay, well, uh, you know what? She don't have. I mean, she could be the future of the NFL. Is Swifties watching games? Yeah, maybe so. And the referee who's been assigned to that game. Yeah, I saw that part. Yeah. The the uh, always every time I bet team. against Baltimore, I always lose. So this time I'm going against my own judgment, but. Um, and I'm taking Baltimore. Well, I want them to win because I want Lamar to win. I want Lamar to win a Super Bowl and get the legitimacy he deserves. Yeah. But okay, enough. I know you're. you're uh, right, so I don't want a note from Ruthie on this. You and I are, to, uh, are same on, oh, on yeah, San Fran, right? And then we'll write scores down later. You and I because we got to do scores. Baltimore, and he's taking KC. All right, good deal. Now, let's give the lifers what they came for: some true crime <laughs> time for Friday. We're going to Georgia, and the body of a man missing for weeks has been found stuffed inside a chimney a of what? a Georgia house what? he was renting. I told you he wouldn't to, believe it. He was being a chimney suit. Was he being a chimney sweep? Well, he's dead, y'all. So I'm not, not going to make too much fun of him. No, but, I mean, that was a legit question. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get to that. Bibb County Sheriff's deputies uh, say that the body of Anthony Rumlick. 43, who had been missing since late December, was found last Friday, wrapped in a blanket and stuffed in the chimney of a house in Macon. Mm. Rumplick's roommate said he noticed a ladder leaning up against the house on Friday, climbed the ladder, and saw a blanket in the chimney. Mm. The condition of the body in- indicates that Rumplick had been dead several weeks. Rumplick's family from Ohio had recently visited Macon to search for him. His sister uh, said she last heard from Anthony on December 28th. She said he ended up in Macon after his motorcycle broke down there on a trip to Florida last year. Uh, Rumlick's Macon landlord reported him missing after finding the door to his rental house open and concluding that that was suspicious. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation will conduct an autopsy, but deputies say they continue to investigate the case as well. At the time of the search, Marlo Rumplick had criticized the sheriff's department for not doing enough to look for her brother, saying they regarded him as just another drug addict. 
Uh, Marlo Rumplick said her brother was a schizophrenic and suffered from kidney failure. She said he had been homeless for a time in Macon and repeatedly hospitalized. Well, it could still go to my theory. He wanted to clean out his chimney, just wrap himself in a blanket because he didn't have a bunch of paper towels or something. Hmm. And but I and you know what? But he, he I've searched I've searched heck, thousand man. homes and I don't think I've ever looked up the chimney, so I can't blame the cops for it. Yeah, but I mean that's, that's, that's pretty insane. Good. What are you doing? I, I, and and you see the ladder. I mean, you can't shove them from the inside because they have this. this what no, he this? went up on the roof yeah, and was, tried to go down like down. Santa Claus. Yes, yeah, top down. Yeah, but he was wrapped in a blanket, right? That's what I'm saying. He had to be on some kind of drug. Or or somebody killed him, but I don't know why they'd kill him and take him out and then shove him down the chimney from the top. Lift him well, all the way. And then leave the ladder sitting there. leave the ladder sitting there. <laughs> that wouldn't be. Uh, I don't know. Not the ladder. So su- that's suicide? Well, if people leave heads and hands in freezers and then they move out of the house, they could leave the ladder. I think it was a bad trip, man, and that dude was thinking about Santa Claus because it was Christmas time. And Maybe. I wonder if I can go down the chimney yeah. and probably – Maybe so. Tried to do it. That is a hell of a story. Maybe had a blanket because it was cold. I hell of a story. The, uh, the fact that I've never even heard of such. I mean. Yeah, you don't see that every day. You'd think I was an all-knowing deaf person, but I didn't, never heard that one. It's crazy. Bizarre okay. story. Well, now this one, that is bizarre story. This one, I think, touches everybody's heart. Um and a grand jury has been convened to investigate the robbed elementary school mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, that resulted in the deaths of 21 people back on May the 24th of 2022. And I think we all remember this, right? It's that long Can ago. Can you this? It seems right? like it was a couple of months. And so the, Uvalde, uh, County District Attorney Christina Mitchell said that a grand jury was convened to review the evidence and weigh in on possible charges related to the deaths of 19 children and two teachers at the school. And according to the local paper, there were some 300 people summoned to appear in the, in the court, but only 67 actually showed up. Yeah, this is a real deal. Uh, some judges are, are really sticklers about it. And when you get your jury summons and people just don't show up, I've actually gone out to people's houses and job sites and arrested them and brought them to the courtroom before the judge say, why you didn't show up? So do your civic duty. But anyway, they will serve on a uh, trial, which is expected to last at least six months. And that's probably why a lot of them didn't show up. Um, while state code prohibits disclosure about the focus of the grand jury, D.A. Mitchell told the Uvalde Leader News that she has been committed to protecting the integrity of the Texas Rangers investigation and to present the investigation to the Uvalde County Grand Jury. You do not want to mess with the Texas Rangers. Uh, I've worked at the FBI, U.S. Marshals, whatever, whatever. I have more respect for the Texas Rangers than, than Well, anybody. I think in this thing, the DOJ is coming hard after the right. Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers are badasses, okay? They, they they deserve to make the show about Walker, Texas Ranger. But anyway, the Texas Rangers investigation to which she refers said a suspended Ranger should not face repercussions for his actions after the Rob Elementary shooting and also provided new details of the widespread misinformation between the officials during the response. However, the Department of Public Safety, which oversees the Texas Rangers, terminated that Ranger, whose name is Christopher Ryan Kendall, for not conforming to the department standards during the response to the massacre. 
DPS Director Stephen McGraw signed the termination letter. Additionally, the letter said Kendall took no steps to influence the law enforcement response toward an actor shoot posture, and that constitutes a failure to perform your duty competently. Kendall's termination is still depending uh, despite the DPS letter. And that's because the DPS determination went against the recommendations of the chief and assistant chief of the Texas Rangers, who investigation found there was a lack of evidence to suggest Kendall should have acted differently. The Rangers claimed that there is no proof Kendall failed to recognize and make inquiries to determine the situation or that his decisions constituted negligence or incompetence. Historically, the norm in these kinds of situations has been the DPS would defer to not go against his top leader's recommendations. Now, the United States Department of Justice has released a critical incident review analyzing law enforcement response to the tragedy. The DOJ report states that police officials who respond to the deadly Uvalde, Texas elementary school shooting waited far too long to confront the gunman, acted with no urgency and established on a command post and communicated inaccurate information to grieving families. The report identifies cascading failures in law enforcement handling of the ma- handling of the massacre. Uh, the report catalogs a sweeping array of training, communication, leadership, and technology problems that federal officials say contributed to the crisis, lasting far longer than necessary. All the while, the report says terrified students inside the classrooms called nine one one and agonized parents begged officers to go in. Had law enforcement agencies followed generally accepted practices in active shooter situations and gone right after the shooter and stopped him, lives would have been saved and people would have survived. That's what Attorney uh, General said, y'all. The, the Uvalde victims, he said, deserve better. So now the grand jury will be tasked with reviewing all the various reports and deciding whether and to whom uh, in charge will be brought. And D.A. Mitchell says she's committed to protecting the integrity of the Texas Rangers investigation, but you got both DPS and DOJ investigations that reach dramatically different conclusions. Now, let me back up to what I said. Everyone that I worked with, Texas Rangers, man, badasses, right? And and I'm talking about, like, ultra professionals. I've seen them testify in, in murder trials. I've worked with them in murder cases, and they were just the best of the best. And to, that's a very prestigious deal. And I have a lot of DPS in Texas. is not like Louisiana where you have state police and then the separate DPS. DPS oversees state police and the Texas Rangers. And I have a lot of good friends in both departments. Um I don't know what this guy did or didn't do, and I guess it's going to come out. But I guess it's like I always say: there's good and bad in every profession. Um, I would hate to think that this Texas Ranger was a wuss. Yeah, I, I would hate to think that too. Yeah. Well, you know, nineteen kids and and the length of time that it took before, yeah. and I think it was wasn't it border agents that ultimately decided to well, charge in. I, I, think, I, I think I know so. that everybody responds, and I can remember when we did our very first active trainer, uh, active shooter training after um, what was the Col- Columbine? Columbine. The, we changed our SWAT team, and all everybody we trained everybody to go and eliminate the threat where we used to use hostage negotiators and yep. set of perimeters and all that. Uh, but after Columbine, and that's yeah. law. 
now, yeah. right? Yeah. That is well, I don't know if it's law law, but it, it's uh, it's in every policy and procedure manual. The the in shit is unfortunate. We live in a world where we even have to talk about this. No, oh, I agree a hundred percent. And but I'll tell you my opinion. I think they the, it was disgusting what the response was to that shooting. Yeah. But I don't know if it was the ranger as opposed to local law enforcement. And I don't know what's happened there with the uh, local stuff. But this is, I mean, you had 21 people die, 19 kids die. It's a, it's a a blame game and uh, DOJ taking a very hard stance and getting involved in this thing. Well, there will be no, if that dude was wrong, they're not going to cover up for him. They have too much integrity in, in uh, history. Well, we'll see what comes back from the grand jury. Yep. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? <laughs> I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well. Have you tried Astapro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, 
healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. Okay, so let's go back to Oakland, where uh, I just want to follow up to the story. You're actually going to do a story on U.S. soil? I am am not only going to do a story on U.S. soil. I promise you that— Is Oakland on U.S. soil? (laughs) Unless Canada wants to annex it, which I don't think they do. Um, uh, I am going to Friday and Monday. I am all USA. Oh, you must have got some complaints. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, I told my son I would do it in honor of my grandbaby Jane's first birthday. Hey, have a birthday, yeah, grandbaby Jane. Grandbaby Jane having a big party for her birthday. That's awesome. But as you uh, probably remember, I shared that crimes were being committed primarily at these three gas stations in an In-N-Out Burger location in Oakland that were all within a perimeter around Oakland, uh, Oakland Airport. So yesterday... In and out announced that it is closing. In and out burger in, okay. yeah, I want you to clarify that. That it is closing mm. that location in Oakland. Mm. That's correct. We've heard about Target locations, Nordstrom locations, entire malls, uh, et cetera, mainstay businesses shutting down in the Bay Area, but those shutdowns are primarily related to financial challenges. Mm-hmm. Foot traffic right. disappears because of crime money. in the right. area. Right. They can't get customers in the store. Right. They're not making sense. No longer well, profitable. Yeah. Th- no this longer profitable. in and out location has always been and still is highly profitable. Mm-hmm. So this is a people, decision people the company is making that is not financially driven. Correct. If you don't live in a market with an in and out, and so 20 years of living in California, I can... I could tell you a lot about in and out. Um, you have to trust me when I say that it's not just another fast food joint. It's mm-hmm. a, it's an, an institution. It's an iconic it, uh, presence in throughout the state of it, California and really throughout the West Coast. It really is it is equivalent um, like a Chick Fil A. It, yeah, it, it's, it's special. That what they do is special, just in their own way. Yeah, and I went to one in Vegas, and there, it really was fire. And the thing about it that's so crazy is whenever you go, it doesn't matter what time of day you go there, there's always a line of 10 to 25 cars in the drive-thru. But you get through it in five minutes. I mean, they have got it locked in. Same like Chick-fil-A. They they fast us. They just race you through it. And uh, and one of the things that's really cool is when you're in that drive-thru, the whole process is transparent. So it's all glass around yeah, yeah. Uh, where the workers are preparing shit. the foods. Yeah. So you actually see them grab the potato yeah. so out of the a, bin, slice, slice it, up. and then cook. So you're following your fries right. as they're, uh, as and, they're and you're getting hungry. As they're getting yeah. prepared for you. Like, I wish I ordered they never small. freeze anything. It's all yeah. fresh meat. So and and they like all of these places, they have a secret sauce, but a I swear the secret sauce is addictive, especially to teens. I mean, they will. Yeah. Uh, they they buy it separate. You can you can pay yeah. and and buy the sauce separate. And yeah. tons of people like do Cane's that sauce. and bring it home. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Canes yeah, is. I think Canes has modeled a lot of right. what they're doing yeah. off of In and Out's yeah. uh, success. I've read that anyway. But so 
or uh, vice versa. So the process yeah. is transparent. Well, I think in and out's been around a lot longer than Kane, so it would probably. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this in and out location in Oakland is the only location in the entire history of this company to close down. They've never closed a restaurant. So the, the COO said, we've made the decision to close our in and out burger location in Oakland, California due to ongoing issues with crime. Uh, this is Danny Warnock, who's Warnick, sorry, who's the COO. Despite taking repeated steps to create safer conditions, our customers and associates are regularly victimized by car break-ins, property damage, theft, and armed robberies. This location remains a busy and profitable one for the company, but our top priority must be the well-being of our customers and associates. We cannot ask them to visit or work in an unsafe environment. Once the store closes on March 24th, employees can either transfer to another in-and-out location or receive a severance package. So one of the reasons it's a great company and loved by customers and the yeah, people that work there is the they treat their they right. treat their people well. Um Though In-N-Out is closing its only Oakland location, they're also opening a bunch more uh, in in Northern California. Uh, but the In-N-Out closing in uh, this location in Oakland is for one reason only, according to con- Congressman Kevin Kylan. Of course, he's right. It's because of out-of-control crime. That's crazy. Absolutely. And let's, let's talk about this for a minute, uh, guys. And Mike's absolutely right, and we kind of – screw with him sometimes because right. he picks on Oakland so much. But, you know, I got real curious. And Oakland's got some problems. No shit. Um, and I'm going to give you some stats here uh, in regards to Oakland specifically. So crime in Oakland in 2023 versus 2022. Uh, robbery was up 37%. They actually had over 3,627 cases. Burglary was up by 24%. Mm. Uh, motor vehicle theft. Get this, forty five percent jump in one year. Yeah, in one year, uh, which which it, it equated to fourteen thousand five hundred fifty four cars stolen. That is an all time record. But I wanted to compare that to the national average. Right. So okay, Oakland's got crime problems, but how does that relate to you know the national average right. of, of of these other cities? And this is per 100,000 people. In Oakland, the total number of daily crimes is up 2.81 times more than the California average and almost four times more than the national average. Wow. That is what speaks volumes to me. Look, everybody knows California has crime problems. But in Oakland specifically, almost three times the crime problem of the rest of the state and almost four times the crime problem of the national average. Uh, yeah, it really is. So the question is why, why do you think that is? So I dug a little deeper. California is known to have kind of a homeless problem. And I believe that crime specifically relates to, uh, the lack of opportunity for people. Yeah. Uh, the more people you have in a community that are that are hurting financially, the more crime you're going right. to see. There's a direct it, correlation as, there. As, 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 as it always has been. Correct. Um, they're the seventh highest homeless rate in the country uh, as far as the top 25 cities. Believe it or not, California has four in the top 10, but Oakland in particular has, get this, for every 1,000 people, 22 are homeless. And their growth rate just from 20 to 23, from the year 2020 to 2023, 20%. What? They have increased 
twenty percent in three years. That's a huge, a huge part of the problem. I mean, because a, a lot of it is, and it, I'm not knocking homeless people. There's great people that, uh, that just fell. In no, hard no, times. You, you're yeah, not. Fell but in, fell in hard times. But there's a lot of them are. If you're addicted, homeless, you're going to do what you have to do to Abs- eat. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and look, honestly. Our immigration policies or our lack of immigration enforcement, tons of those people have come into the state of California. Tons of jobs have been taken away from uh, citizens of the, uh, of the United States who are, some of them, falling into homelessness as a result of that. We have all of these things compounding on top of each other. And making California the most, it is the most have, have not state in the country. You can go in a, uh, in the course of three miles from five, 10, $15 million homes to absolute uh, desolate uh, ghetto uh, circumstances. It's, um, uh, it, it is crazy. And, uh, and those elitists in that state that create the, uh, the laws that that somehow uh, win the votes every time. I mean, there's there's basically, uh, you know, there's a ruling class in the state, and uh, they contribute in a in a huge well, way. Well, maybe you know, okay. But the point I was trying to make was just the correlation between the homeless rate and the in the crime, not really the politics side of it, but. On the other side of that, you have like Washington, D.C., who has actually done a complete flip. I would advise Oakland to call Washington, D.C., because they have actually went down 23% in their homeless rate. Uh, at 7.3 per 1,000 now, they were above 14 just mm. a few years ago. That's crazy. Per 1,000. So Washington, D.C. is doing something right uh, where Cal, uh, excuse me, Oakland is doing something way wrong. Well, but you've um, got to get a handle on that. Look, they have they have attacked this issue. I mean, especially in California, with policies that have massively failed uh, year after year after year, election after election after election. Oh, there. Um, well, there's no doubt. There's a political end to it. Uh, uh, but whatever they need to do, anybody looking at this from the outside would say, start with this problem and work your way out. Because as a city of Oakland, if you're on that city council, right now you're trying to figure out how to fix this before all your businesses leave. Uh, that's the first thing I would say is we have to address. The, well, you got to attack drugs. If you're going to do that, you got to attack drugs. Well, yeah. well, the problem with that is the business leaves, the tax base leaves, and the police uh, get downsized even more. So it's mm, a good point. So a whole that's actually it's a, a whole hairy ball of wax, right? vicious cycle. Hairy ball of wax. Well, they got issues. There's no doubt. Yeah. Well, you know what? I bet you could buy a house for cheap in Oakland. <laughs> You're probably right. Well, o- only in certain areas. I mean, there's also some very nice. Let areas me remember phrase that. You could buy a house for cheap, close to that. To that. Yeah, in the city. Thieving Mile or whatever it's called. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of Oakland and let's, let's get out of Oakland. <laughs> let's go to Florida. How about that? Pinellas County? Uh, not, uh, no, Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte, Port, rather. Port Charlotte. So we're going to tell you about a about a crazy issue that occurred in a Walmart there. And moments 
after finding a lost cell phone in a Walmart bathroom. A Florida man used that device to call 911 and claim there was a bomb in the store. Uh, Police say the suspect later confessed that he had previously seen TikTok videos showing similar fake threats, and he decided to make one himself. So he goes to the bathroom. He sees a phone that somebody obviously left on the sink, and he says, and I guess it wasn't locked, and he says, hmm, I'm going to call in a bomb threat, record it from my phone, and put it on TikTok, because they'll never know it was me, right? Right. Seems like a good idea. Brain surgeon. That's called swatting these days? (laughs) So police respond to that Walmart in Port Charlotte, Charlotte, Florida, after the man called in the bomb threat. When the police dispatcher dialed the number from which the threat was placed, the suspect says, TikTok, TikTok, (laughs) before hanging up again. So after the phone's owner, don't criminal. Yeah, after the phone's owner told cops he had left the store, a review of the surveillance footage showed another man entering the bathroom moments before the nine one one call was placed. The second man departed the store as police were arriving. Cops quickly identified the suspect as Cody Clemens, twenty eight, who lives about ten miles from that Walmart. After being read his rights, Clement reportedly confessed to seeing a cell phone in the stall and decide to make the prank 911 call. Mm. Cody states he regrets his decision, I'm sure he does, and realizes he made a bad decision. Now, Clements was charged with making a false report about planting a bomb, uh, which is a second-degree felony, actually. Man was released from county jail on a $15,000 bond and ordered by a judge to have no contact with any Walmarts. So not only... Did you, you, you get banned from Walmart? In a shitload of trouble with the police, you yeah. can't go to Walmart can't no go more, to Walmart boy. Ever and ever. So yeah. I wonder what happens. Do sirens go off when he enters a Walmart? From no, the, no, hey, you better believe they got the oh, pictures yeah. posted and their their loss prevention guys were watching. Hey, speaking of Walmart, Tumman, Wisconsin. That's where I go when I go up there. Yeah, uh, a brother from another mother, Shane. He sent me a story, and I, I forgot to get to y'all. They had a, a, somebody that went into Walmart, walked right into the sporting goods section, and got a length of rope, and then walked right to the hardware section, and got a ladder, and draped it over something, and hung themselves. Oh, right my in God. And, 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 Are uh, you uh, right in, an employee? Right. or just No, no, a, no just, just a customer. I hope that doesn't become a trend at Walmart, too. Walmart's got some pretty interesting stuff that goes on. Um, that's you know you go i like to go if i go to walmart i go on the people watch well if, if you think yeah. about it with that number of stores nationwide yeah. and the traffic they get yeah. it's it's a big city when you combine I mean, walmart right. is a big city every day right. yeah, yeah so yeah. there's a lot of shit that's going to go on yeah. walmart and the Wal- walmart you go back parking to lot. jim's uh stats on yeah uh, i was thinking that when you were saying like a thousand people or whatever yeah walmart sees way more than a thousand people a day oh, oh yeah sure. think about that so, well, I got some banjos for uh, Cody. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's pretty stupid. That that, uh, that was not <laughs> the things, but you know the things people would do for TikTok videos. Oh, it's, it's I stupid. mean, how many times do we cover that stupidity? Right, it's absolutely outrageous. Well, I tell you, this story is not social media. It's good old fashioned letter writing. Really? Remember the days of penmanship? Much mine has always sucked. But yeah, they say too. it's a sign of high intelligence. I must yeah. be smart as fuck. When's the last time you wrote someone a letter? Uh, when I was in prison. No, <laughs> when, I was in prison. <laughs> when I was in the army. Yeah. 
probably when I was in the army. Um, but anyway, let me, let me t- tell you about this. We're going back to Florida again. A man in Tampa, Florida, is accused of going on a shooting spree in which he killed his mother's friend and wounded his mother and his teenage daughter before firing at the police officers last Wednesday. The man wrote a letter to his teenage daughter saying he wanted to have a romantic relationship with her before the shooting. Murder by how old is his daughter? I'm going to tell you. The suspect identified as 42-year-old Michael Banks told police that he wrote a letter to his 17-year-old daughter insisting that she enter into a relationship with him and not date anyone else, right? Sick. Prior to the shooting, Banks' mother and her friend were in the family home discussing kicking Banks out after learning he was pursuing the romantic relationship with his daughter. Upon overhearing this discussion, Banks felt betrayed and upset. So he retrieved a revolver and brought it into the kitchen, where he then shot his mother, who was 60, and mother's friend, killing the friend. Then Banks shot a bullet that grazed his mother's head before going after his daughter, who was in the shower. All right. Banks' daughter told authorities that after hearing the gunshots from the bathroom, she tried to push the door to keep it closed, and Banks shot through it at head level. Jesus. I mean, they watched too many movies. As the teen ran from the home, Banks shot and wounded her leg. He then reloaded the revolver before exiting residence through the back door. His mother, remember y'all, she shot in the head. Uh, called 911 around 12.42 p.m. on Wednesday telling the cops that Banks had shot at her and her friend. Upon arrival, police found Banks's mother and daughter outside the home with gunshot wounds. With the, with the revol- reloaded revolver, Banks shot at officers and they returned fire, though no shot struck the suspect. Can't kill bad grass. No officers were injured, thank God, and Banks surrendered shortly after he shit his pants when, uh, when he realized bullets were coming at him. And, and, no, he surrendered and uh, was taken into custody. Police entered the residence and located the friend who was pronounced dead at the scene. And Banks was arrested on an ass load of charges, including murder. That is absolutely insane. Bro, what the fuck? Was he? The was there anything about a prior uh, no. drug, mental, and no? And, and guess guess what? I go, and I can tell you so many times, you don't have to have a criminal history or past or whatever just to do whatever. You know what I mean? People sometimes just lose their shit, and I mean, you want to have sex with your seventeen-year-old daughter, and she, maybe she can't have sex with anybody else, just just with daddy. That's disgusting. Uh, that dude, I, uh, I wish the cops had a better you, hand. You, you think that, I mean, we're seeing this kind of thing all the time now. You, you think that it was it was always out there. It's just getting Absolutely. more attention oh, yeah. now. I, I, yeah. The only, there are no more incidents like this now than there were 20 years ago. We just have social media. That's and, right. And instant news reporting. I'm telling you, uh, uh, shit, I've worked cases like this, uh, and it's just now instant. And everybody picks up one and it goes viral. Yep. I mean, shit, this story. And Jim and I, 
you know, I saw it like in six or seven different things. I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know, and, and it was everywhere on social media. I mean, you know what? what? Yeah, it just, know. it just seems like it's we've got it. such drug problems in that, that, that like a lot of these crimes that are being committed are so uh, egregious. They're so just beyond the pale that, that drugs are, have, you know, uh, this is, have penetrated society at a level that we uh, that it's outside uh, of our scope uh, and our history to understand how yeah, bad the problem I, is. Well, now. I mean, Nancy Reagan back in the eighties was saying, "Just say no." Yeah. But I, I agree with, with what you're saying. But this dude didn't. They for they didn't once they didn't any. say anything about him being on date. God, he's just a sick, yeah, sick ass. What drugs? The, the daughter's going to be okay, and the mother's going to be yeah, okay. She got a, a wound leg, and the mother caught a scratch to the head. Wow. But a friend is dead. Friend is dead. Yep. Crazy. Well, let's uh let's go back to Cali, but we're gonna go to Southern Cali. All right. We're going to Orange County. All right. Truly one of the most beautiful spots in the US of A. Big fan is, of Orange County. Is that where San Diego is? Uh San Diego, San Diego County. So okay. Orange County is Newport Beach, okay. the you know, the Huntington Beach, Laguna, those areas. So uh don't you watch the Housewives, Housewives. Housewives oh, yeah. of, of you know I, I'm leaving here today. The new season of Beverly Hills I, is going you know on right I'm, now. You okay. know I've been we won't shit talk about out that. all that We won't stuff. talk about that. Tamara Barney. I don't <laughs> know anything about that. Yeah, she, I think she's all. Well, you know, Shout she came back on. Yeah, she's on. She's back. Daddy loves you, Kaylee. <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay. So uh, Orange County authorities on Friday detailed a crackdown on what they say, this is unbelievable to me, is an organized crime spree led by Romanian immigrants that target public assistant assistance benefits. Yeah. Okay. Common thing. So authorities said 48 suspects have been arrested in the scheme, which involves mainly the cloning of electronic benefit transfer cards, EBT cards. Well, you know what they were known back in the day? Food stamps. Grub subs. Grub stuff. okay. That's um, <laughs> the truth. That's what they call them on the street. That might have been slang used uh, right. back in the day. But uh, electronic benefit transfers or EBT cards or what What he just said? Grub subs. Back, back in the day, they were actually stamps, yep. green stamps. Have become the predominant method for delivering governmental benefits, such as food stamps, to recipients electronically. EBT cards work with point-of-sale machines. Uh, they work with ATMs all across the country. So basically, good as cash. Can't really? Get, you can't get cash off of them. You can't get cash. No, 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 no. No, no you no. can get cash. No, 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 no. no. Listen to me. You got it confused. You it, EBT... The uh, uh, for the food part. No, you it, can't wait, wait, listen, food. listen. Yeah. And the, the the that is the new grub stuffs. But the welfare part now now that's that's public assistance. Also, the welfare can be used. Yeah, that's what I'm cash. talking about. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, so I thought sorry you were if I, about, if I, I thought you were talking about grub stuffs. That's what I thought you were. Talking about. I talked about both at the same time, but right, I understand you, that gotcha. you can't get cash there, but you other benefits right. you can get. Right. Cash directly out of ATMs. Yes, that is true. So Orange County DA Todd Spitzer 
is calling on state lawmakers to adopt a new microchip technology that would make it tougher for crooks to clone the cards. Help us get the message out to create that, um, uh, to protect those of us who are most vulnerable. And that's the, uh, the sort of inverted uh, uh, piece of this where this crime is not targeting the rich like a lot of crime does. This is targeting the poor. America is under siege, Spitzer said. When are we going to wake up and say enough is enough? They see the porousness of our borders and they exploit us. The state lost $108 million in benefits stolen to so-called skimming schemes last year. In this local crackdown in Orange County, they seized $185,000 in cash and 491 cloned EBT cards worth $471,000 in potential stolen cash. That's not including the food, uh, whatever the value of the food would have been. There's a related case right now on trial uh, in Santa Ana, which is in Orange County, for a 39-year-old guy named Florin Dujuanu. Dujuanu is the alleged leader of the Dujuanu (laughs) clan, okay? A notorious... A notorious Romanian crime syndicate that uh, one FBI agent says is, quote, the most violent and influential organized crime group in Romania. Sounds like the coin boys. Duju Anu <laughs> is facing a host. No, this is nothing like the Calvary. A host of related uh, uh, charges on various schemes his organization is, is accused of perpetrating. And by the way, if your name is the brand of the crime family, yeah, you're, probably you're, you're probably guilty, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, the Dujunu clan are the masters of identity theft. The D clan is responsible for massive amount of electronic benefit transfer theft across California. The average incident of uh, an EBT card theft results in the loss of eighteen hundred and fifty dollars in state uh, state benefits. So that's cash and whatever other items, right? Um, uh, Romania. A lot of people don't know this, uh, but there's. They get Budapest and Bucharest mixed up. But Budapest is in Hungary. Bucharest is in Romania. Bucharest. And is a major, major tech hub. So a mm. lot of... Oh, the uh, hackers are shit. Uh, I, yeah, I saw that. A, a lot of development. I'm sure well, that's where these guys are coming yeah. from, and they're mastering this thing, and they're... Uh, Look, as long as they can make technology to make it, they'll always, always have technology to hack right it. After it. Yeah, and I, I think... I think they're doing what they have to do, and and that is try to continue to make things that can that are quote unquote hack proof. But man, if you can hack into the space shuttle, you can hack into anything. Yeah. They I mean, always they'll, they'll it'll take them three crim- weeks. Criminals to always step out. up who, their game. Who hacked into the space shuttle? Uh, I don't know, but I'm just somebody did? using it as an example. Somebody probably, probably did. Somebody sure. So maybe me. Somebody from Booger, Coin Boys, Booger Crest. The Coin Boys could have done that. Um, but that's not a that's not a SpaceX. But that no, I mean so I don't know. I'm, I'm using nobody's it. hacked Elon's. It was uh, hyperbole, ships. Mike. It okay. was hyperbole. Oh, okay, okay. an example. Uh, so astronauts don't panic. Apparently, the space <laughs> hey, shuttle it, is okay. It, back to the grub stuff thing. Uh, they call it the first of the month club. And I'm look. I, listen to me. I personally have. And I'm not going to tell you. Whatever it doesn't matter. They, there's so many people, great people that need assistance, right? And and, 100%. and and then there's the assholes, which I call the first of the month club. I'd go down 
in, in the neighborhoods on the first of the month and they are standing out on the street and they would literally sell. It used to be the green stamps. Then they, they would sell you at their use of the card for 50 cents on a dollar. Yeah. And then you go buy ribeyes and shit like that you yeah. know, for a half price. Yeah. But for the, here they yeah, call Louisiana purchase card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but you know, so many good people need it. And it they, absolutely, it's, it's, it sucks that they're stealing from the poor. Well, and apparently really these does. guys are also then taking merch. Like they'll uh, get a bunch of diapers, and they'll uh, they've got relationships directly with the cartels. They'll drive the diapers over into Mexico, sell them for profit to the cartels, yep. uh, who are obviously doing all the traffic. Crime time. That's right. Oh, my. Got us a mile high crime coming your way. And look, y'all, the hits just keep on coming for Boeing. Just a few weeks ago, we brought you a mile high crime where a door plug blew off an Alaska Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliner. And over the weekend, another issue for the leading manufacturer of airplanes a boeing 757 jet operated by delta airlines lost a nose wheel while preparing for takeoff from atlanta delta flight 982 headed to bogota colombia was taxing for departure at the atlanta international airport when the incident took place around 11 15 a.m on saturday the plane is 32 years old and not the same model as the 737 max that has raised safety concerns in recent years all customers and their bags are removed from the aircraft transferred to the gate and onto a replacement aircraft this from delta and they apologized to their customers yeah, for the inconvenience yeah. It was very inconvenient yeah, that yeah, the landing yeah. gear would not come down, right? The the freaking wheel falls off. No one was injured, and the plane was retired and placed back into service the next day. Like 172 passengers, two pilots, and four flight attendants were on board. Now, that's a major thing. Boeing actually ended production of the 757 uh, nearly 20 years ago. I imagine that came from Columbia. There have been a string of mishaps involving Boeing planes over recent years, but it's unclear who's to blame for the most recent incident because Delta is responsible for maintaining its planes. Since the door plug mishap, United Airlines has reported finding loose bolts and other problems in door panels of an unspecified number of other MAX 9s. Boeing CEO David Calhoun was in Washington on Wednesday to meet with lawmakers about the safety of the MAX 9. So let's talk about this for a minute, guys. Is Boeing responsible for this or is Delta? Delta maintains the planes. The plane is, as you said, Woody, 32 years old. Yeah. Should lawmakers look at maybe having an age restriction on these planes? Uh, I mean, I don't know about that, but whoever's flying the plane, if you take possession of it, let's say I take possession of a cop car, a brand new unit, and I notice it's pulling to the left, or I, I don't check my tires, whatever, and it breaks down. I don't know. That's not a good example. The the I believe if you're in possession of it and you're flying that fucker every day, you, you got mechanics. It needs to be checked out. Period. Yeah, and this, so therefore becomes your responsibility. Now, if it didn't get 
installed properly at the factory or something, but this plane is 32 years old. That and you, you, ought to, you ought to really be going over this plane with a fine-tooth comb. I agree, and that's where, you know, there's a lot of people that say, hey, once my car hits 100,000 miles, right. I'm trading it in because that's when problems start, right? right? I mean, kind of the same thing with a plane, yeah. I would have made. Once yeah. it hits 30 years old, are you going to start having wheels fall off no matter how much you maintain it? Yeah. Well, I, I think that's... Look, the, the, this is across uh, industry and across global industry where you have uh, companies that have leaned out their, uh, uh, their teams. They're operating with less people, asking more of those people every day. And if you are uh, somebody assigned with servicing planes for Delta and today that requires – 50% more work for the same dollar as it required uh, five years ago or 10 years ago. There's a certain amount of apathy that sets in naturally. And it, I mean, some of this has got to be uh, shortcuts in what used to be meticulous, detailed process where, you know, a plane didn't get on a runway if there was any kind of a light lit in the, uh, yeah. uh, and we just see this across Everything and and I saw the other day where Airbus had surpassed Boeing for the first time ever in aggregate contract value. So more, they're sitting there today holding uh, more orders for planes uh, in value than and, Boeing has. For and I'm sure time. related it's, it's to the problems. Yeah, it's yeah. related to safety. Yeah. They've sure. had, but I mean, me not want to get on a fucking plane at all. Absolutely. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share the picture. Look, shout out y'all to the pilot that landed this thing when no tire on the front That's crazy. um there's actually a video that i'm going to post from one of the passengers actually filmed the landing it's pretty miraculous and when you see the picture it you know thank god yeah. no one 170 plus people on That's this crazy. flight so there could have been a lot of a lot a, a lot dead yeah. that shout out to the pilot for yeah, doing out. what he did i thought that was a phenomenal job interesting Mile high. Mile high. Hey, real quick, you know what? Can't believe you, you know did what? that one instead of the passenger being you know kicked what? out Co- for farting. Columbia is. <laughs> I is, know. That's a great story. You know what Columbia is that. most famous for besides Yale? What? More Yale. Emeralds. Emeralds? Yeah, the best, highest quality emeralds in the world. Blood emeralds. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, Blood emeralds, yeah. Uh, Gloria Stefan. No, I think she's from Miami. She's Cuban. Cuban. She is. She lives. Oh, yeah. she's Cuban. Cuban. Okay, that's right. I never liked that's her right. shit anyway. I, I All right, like let's get, bring them some. Kinky crimes. Kinky crimes. Friday. Now, y'all, it takes all kinds to make the world go round. And here comes one from Indiana, where a woman Uh-oh. became Guess internet what? famous this week, earning the nickname Bottle Girl. Bottle Girl. Bottle Girl. And along the way, has been charged with public nudity for her explicit videotape performance in a truck bed. Mm. Belinda Dabrowski, 24, is charged with her lewd public performance in a Terre uh, Haute park. Terre Haute. Yeah, that's exactly Terre Haute. Uh, Terre Haute. Terre Haute. That's just, that sounds bad. As seen on an X-rated viral video, which was shot after the close of a concert at the fair, Dob Rolowski removed her dress as various onlookers filmed her standing naked. 
Let's we'll call it Miss D. Miss D is then seen engaging in explicit sexual acts with liquor bottles. She is mm. um. That's a, why they call her bottle girl. And, hey, check this out. At one point, she was helped and aided by two unidentified men. Oh, in performing the acts. Okay, bottle the, man. The, the graphic activity is met by Jack Daniels and Jim Beam. By who's from? <laughs> Jack Daniels, if you please, right? The, the, anyway, the, the graphic activity is met by hoots from an approving crowd of guys, one of whose claims, this is awesome. Terra Hope cops began investigating the clip after it began circulating online this week. Um, after identifying Mrs. D and determining when the video was filmed, cops charged her with misdemeanor public nudity. Mrs. D weighed formal arraignment and had a hearing date set by a judicial officer. Mrs. D does not appear overly concerned about the fallout from her alcohol fuel performance, and she sought suggestions on her Facebook page, which should appear on a proposed T-shirt, though she did react at negative comments posted to her sister's Facebook page. Anyone has something to say to my sister about this shit? Say it to me. Leave her out of this. I'll fuck someone up, <laughs> Mrs. D. Right? Anyway, hey, you don't want to mess with Bottle Girl, right? Yeah, yeah. we we usually in such an event would have some photo assistance there. Oh yeah, go, yeah. Jim. Yeah, so Jim got the might be a photo in the back of a uh, Bottle Girl. Okay. We'll but we'll it, put it, that on. I kind of have a line. problem with this. To be honest with you, on the Facebook, man. I have a problem with this. Why? So the cops got nothing fucking better to do than go find a a, a viral video after. It's, it's been released. Well, it's what has happened is someone reported it. it. Yeah, probably. Somebody said probably they got said. a girl, uh, you we, know, we in down Terre Haute. We're down here in Terre Haute. Making love to a Jack Daniels bottle. We're down here in Terre Haute making love to, to yeah. 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 Bottle girl in the house. There bro. you go. That kinky is kinky. Crimes that was kinky. Friday. Got to rest it after the fact. I fucked you up. Bottle girl. This is you don't mess with bottle girl. Oh, banjos. Oh, better than banjos. Banjos? It's a Friday, dumb criminals. Uh-oh, right. those are always good. I hate to disappoint those of you who oh, figured Friday would include a poetic justice. Oh, there you go. This week does not. But instead, we're going back in the Real Life Real Crime Daily Time Machine All right. to 1983. Our story that happens. A, that was a good year for me. Our story happens during the most important week of any year. Mardi Gras. Ricky Henderson's draft. Super Bowl. Hell Week. Uh, oh, God, I've been there. The plans for the week had been meticulously thought out by the Brain Trust at our nameless fraternity that rhymes with Spike at an undisclosed <laughs> prestigious private university in the South called Spanderspilt. Hell nights mark the end of Hell Week and often involve acts of debauchery so extreme that real life, real crime daily decorum prohibits mentioning them here. But Hell Night 1983 at the Spike House would set the all time low bar for such events. Akeem Anavoga was president of the chapter, and at 8 p.m. Central Time, he fired off the cannon to commence the festivities. First up were some basic games of survival like Pledge Donkey Kong, where pledges had to successfully navigate to the top of a multi-level spiral staircase while frat brothers threw empty beer kegs down the stairs <laughs> into their path. <laughs> That's actually pretty if, good. If they survived Donkey Kong, Kong, they made it to the mini marathon, where they would run a designated course through campus and sorority row while naked. The events continued, each one more ridiculously childish than the one prior. 
The evening culminated in a scavenger hunt that would take pledges all over Snashville as they competed to gather a list of items, each with its own point value. Teams of two went along with their big brothers to accrue items with a total value of 500 points before they could return to the frat house. Easy to accomplish tasks like getting a signed bra or pair of panties from a sorority hottie might be worth 10 points, but really hard to get items could be worth as much as 100 points or even more. It came on an uh, on a Voga, had won this event as a pledge, and then his little brother had won it each of the next two years. So he had a legacy to a poll. Three years straight, All right. he'd won it. His team had failed to obtain some items they had targeted, and time was becoming a major factor. Fearing that his team was behind and his legacy was in jeopardy, Akeem made an executive decision. They were a mere 100 points away from goal when he instructed a pledge from Baltimore to pull in next to a police cruiser parked outside a Wendy's near campus. Last-minute instructions were provided to the pledges as they waited for the two officers to exit the Wendy's and enter the parking lot. As the officers walked toward the cruiser, two pledges exited the vehicle and approached them. In the moment, all that was heard was the command, Get on your knees! In no time at all, the pledges were cuffed and sitting on the curb as the officers then instructed Akeem and his friend Rold to exit the vehicle. Apparently, the pledges had explained to the officers that they were attempting to get them to agree to come back to the fraternity house in their cruiser and come inside to chug a beer while still on duty. They explained that this activity was worth 100 points to the team. Mm. So if they could get two cops while they were on duty to come into the house and chug a beer, that was worth 100 points. As Officer Fontaine was putting Akeem into handcuffs, he asked him to take a look at the back of the vehicle the four students had been driving. As Akeem looked back, he recalled that they had to close the trunk of the car with rope because it was overflowing with scavenger hunt items. The lower torso of a mannequin was prominently visible hanging out of the trunk, as was a printer's alley street sign and the flag from the 18th hole of Snashville's most prestigious golf club. Thus ended my streak of scavenger hunt victories. And as we drove off toward the precinct, I could hear the sound of banjos coming through the cruiser's radio. Yeah, you gotta have it. You gotta have it. I'm partaking, swims partaking in all those. Pledge Donkey Kong. Yeah. Swims we did Pledge Space Invaders too, which was we did all, even more fun than, than Donkey Kong. I don't think most people get that nowadays. You know what Akeem Anavoga spelled backwards is? I don't know, but do tell. Well, if Akeem is E-K-I-M. I uh, got it. Mike Agravina. Yeah, so. You know what Red Rum spelled backwards is? Murder. <laughs> you know what a flock. Red Rum, Red Rum. You know what a. Do you, you know what a, about to murder that story. Do you know what a flock of crows is called? <laughs> murder. Yes. Everybody knows now. <laughs> we let the cat out of the bag. Uh, all, right. all right. Any final thoughts? Woody? No, I got absolutely nothing. Have a great weekend. We love y'all. Yep. Mike, no final thoughts? Uh, I would take that as a no. <laughs> I'm thinking hard. I smell his head. I his head's no, on fire. I have no final thoughts. Well, while you think, until next time, Enjoy I'm your football weekend. Nah, I'm Woody Everson. Don't go to Oakland this weekend. Yeah, no shit. For real life, for real crime daily. Peace. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.